With desire have I desired to eat this pasch with you before I suffer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. We find ourselves today at the second of a constellation of three feasts, Corpus Domini or Corpus Christi. Today is the octave day of the first of these three feasts. Today we have the feast, the office and the mass of our Lord Jesus Christ, eternal high priest. And tomorrow, beginning this evening really with first Vespers, the feast of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. And so we have three feasts and three mysteries. The adorable mystery of the sacred body and the precious blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. The mystery of his high priesthood. And tomorrow, the mystery of his pierced heart. The Most Holy Eucharist, the priesthood, the sacred heart. Tomorrow we shall sing in the introit of the Mass the thoughts of his heart are to all generations taken from Psalm 32 of course but applied to the sacred heart of Jesus the thoughts of his heart are to all generations including to this generation. The thoughts of his heart go to us, to you, and to me. And the liturgy during these eight days, and again tomorrow, makes known to us what these thoughts of the heart of Jesus are. If you would know what our Lord Jesus Christ holds in his heart for you. Look to the liturgy of these eight days. Tomorrow, for example, the offertory antiphon of the Mass is excruciatingly poignant. It's taken from one of the great Passion Psalms, Psalm 68 and the church places the words of this psalm in the mouth of our Lord and so tomorrow we will sing the antiphon the words of the text but the sentiments are those of the heart of Jesus the offertory antiphon tomorrow is a revelation of what our Lord Jesus Christ holds in his heart for all generations. And what are we going to sing? My heart, my heart, hath expected reproach and misery. Our Lord coming into the world, already in the sanctuary 
of his mother's virginal womb exercises his priesthood and already from the sanctuary of his mother's virginal womb presents himself to the father as pure victim, the holy victim, the spotless victim. And so he enters the world expecting reproach and misery. Behind these two words we have everything that the prophet Isaiah tells us in the canticle of the suffering servant in the 53rd chapter of Isaiah. My heart, heart hath expected reproach and misery and I looked for one that would grieve together with me, with one who would share my sorrow. Of course, this reveals to us the thoughts of the heart of Jesus in Gethsemane. We sometimes fail to grasp the priestly significance of our Lord's agony in the garden, of his prayer to the Father. Those of you who have been to Gethsemane, most recently Brother John Baptist, would have seen the rock upon which our Lord, according to the tradition, fell prostrate, making his prayer to the Father. Christian iconography depicts him prostrate on this rock, blood seeping from his pores, running into the ground, with a chalice suspended in the air above his head. And St. Luke tells us the presence of an angel sent to comfort our Lord in this prayer in Gethsemane. But what we fail to see I think more often than not, is that the rock of Gethsemane is an altar. This is why the church prefers that the holy sacrifice of the Mass be offered always upon an altar of stone, the stone altar. This emphasizes the sacrificial nature of holy Mass the real immolation of the victim that takes place, even when the use of a wooden altar is tolerated, there is always an altar stone, or should be, set into the altar of wood. The altar of wood may invoke the wood of the cross and the wood of the manger, certainly, but it's the stone that matters because the stone speaks of sacrifice and immolation and the shedding of blood so our Lord prostrate on the stone on the rock in Gethsemane is the lamb immolated already in a bloody manner in the cynical the sacrifice was offered was consummated. The institution of the Most Holy Eucharist in the Senegal is 
by way of anticipation, the true sacrifice of Calvary. This is my body. This is my blood. There was no turning back. When we offer the holy sacrifice of the Mass, the sacrifice of Calvary is made present on our altars in an unbloody manner, but the sacrifice of Calvary is in the past, brought into the present. In the cynical, the sacrifice of the cross lay yet in the future, and yet it was brought forward into the cynical and realized the mystical supper of the cynical is already the holy sacrifice in an unbloody manner. Therefore, the exercise of the priesthood of our Lord Jesus Christ and the revelation to his apostles of the thoughts of his sacred heart. When leaving the cynical, our Lord crossed the Kedron Valley. It was to enact there what had taken place in the cynical, because as priest he throws himself down upon the rock, as lamb he sheds his blood already. This is the, the significance of the bloody sweat in Gethsemane. It is the immolation of the lamb. You have the lamb, you have the rock, you have the blood. You have the victim, you have the altar, you have the immolation. In a sense, in a sense, there was the sacrifice of Gethsemane, during which the apostles slept. following day, the sacrifice offered in the cynical, the sacrifice mysteriously enacted and pre-enacted in Gethsemane is brought to completion on Calvary. And there again, there is the rock. Calvary is a rocky outcropping, as you would know, Brother John Baptist, from having seen it most recently. And the wood of the cross was planted on the rock of Calvary. Calvary, therefore, is again the altar, the altar. And the victim is lifted up on the altar. And just as the blood dripped down in Gethsemane, so too the blood of Christ fall from the cross, according to an ancient iconographic tradition, seeping into the netherworld to touch even the skull of old Adam. So, uh, this mystery of the body and blood of Christ is inseparable from the mystery of his priesthood and inseparable from the mystery of of the sacred heart. One cannot enter into any one of these three mysteries without being drawn into the other two. One cannot 
practice devotion to the Sacred Heart of Jesus without being drawn into the mystery of his priesthood and into the mystery of his adorable body and precious blood offered in sacrifice, distributed uh, in Holy Communion to make one the members of his mystical body, one among ourselves and one with our head, so that we become, as we're going to say in just a few moments, in this uh, Mass of our Lord Jesus Christ, Eternal High Priest, we're going to say in the secret of the Mass, O Lord, may Jesus Christ, our Mediator, Render these offerings acceptable to thee. So the bread will have been placed upon the corporal, and in the chalice the wine mixed with a drop of water. These offerings represent our participation in all that follows. Render these offerings acceptable to thee, And this is the important phrase in this secret. And may he present us with him, one with him, una secum, as victims agreeable to thee. Et nos una secum hostias tibi gratas exhibe. This secret goes uh, to what is essential in the Feast of Corpus Christi, in the priesthood of Jesus Christ, in his sacred heart. That is, our Lord Jesus Christ offering himself as victim to the Father and taking us all with him into the mystery of his immolation. This is, if you will, the dangerous side of participating in Holy Mass. It means that we who partake of the body and blood of Christ in Holy Communion accept and indeed offer ourselves to him to be, as the secret says, uh, victims offered with him to the Father. That is to say, souls made over to God. This is the meaning of consecration, to be made over to God, in such a way that this making over can never be undone. That's why in ritual sacrifice, as it is um, played out in the sacred scriptures, there is always the immolation, or if you will, the destruction of the victim. Because what is made over to God can never be taken back. And so I wanted to meditate some of these texts with you this morning as a way of um, helping you, and indeed I want to go more deeply into the grace held out to us in the uh, confluence of these three feasts, Corpus Christi, the priesthood of our Lord Jesus Christ, and his most sacred heart. In the name of the Father, and of the 
Sonne und der Beruhigung.